What's up, America? What's up, world? This is the first edition ever of Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast based on conversations about pop culture. Mostly what I like to talk about is movies, TV, maybe even sometimes I'll talk a little bit of music, but mostly it's going to be movies and television. Let's start this thing off. I want to start the first episode talking about the Oscars. We are a little bit less than a month away from the Academy Awards. Who doesn't like the Oscars? I love the Oscars. I love everything about it. This year, though, things are getting interesting. There are movies people are talking about that they're like, whoa, we we have a certain feeling about that are nominated. There's no host. There's a little bit of controversy about the musical performances that we've all gone to know and love. This year's Oscars seems a little different, and it seems like this year and last year's Oscars is testing how relevant this award show really is. Like, for instance, I find it kind of sad that the SAG Awards can get a host, that the Golden Globes can get a host, that everyone can get a host except the Academy Awards. That seems a bit ridiculous in my estimation. So here we go. Let's put the spotlight on the Oscars. I'm Cameron McKinney. Let's do this. Pop Culture Spotlight, Episode 1, Oscar Talk. Alright, I want to start off this conversation with... I want to do... I guess I want to do the who I think should have been nominated, right? Let's do that first. There's one guy who I think should have been nominated. That's a snub. There's one snub. I hate the word snub. But I'm going to use the word snub. John Krasinski wrote, directed, and starred in a movie called A Quiet Place. A big reason why I think the Academy Awards should nominate something like this is because it's so out of the box. It's so different than what that guy usually does. That you should award people for taking a chance. And I think John Krasinski took a hit, a big chance that the dude from The Office, a hit sitcom that's hilarious, by the way, that the dude from The Office could be in a horror movie, write it, direct it, and also play the monster. By the way, did you hear that last part? He played the monster. He wore the little suit and moved around to move like the monster would. This guy was dedicated to his craft. And we're not giving him an Oscar? I'm not saying John Krasinski's Director of the Year, even though I think John Krasinski's Director of the Year. I'm just saying give the guy a nomination. Give the guy a nomination. I don't think he deserved it for acting, but I do think he deserved it for writing. That plot to base a horror movie in something that people would care about, like family, that guy deserves an Oscar nomination. And let's also talk about his directing as a... It's not his first time directing, but it's first major movie directing. He directed The Hollers, which I liked a little bit, and his other movie I never saw. But The Hollers is a good movie. But this movie, A Quiet Place, is one of the five best movies I've seen this year. I'm not, I don't know where I rank it, but it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And it makes me like horror movies, something I usually don't like. 
And this guy took a chance, an out-of-character chance. I think that's what should be awarded in these award shows. We shouldn't be awarding people who do the same things over and over again. We should be awarding a guy who John Krasinski could easily say to himself, I could keep being Jim from The Office, which I know everyone loves, or I could change it up and make a freaky horror movie that's going to creep everyone out, but also has a ridiculously good plot. But for some reason, the Academy Awards didn't want to nominate John Krasinski for anything. No directing, no acting, no writing. Again, directing and writing, he deserved a nomination. I'm not going to say his, his acting performance in the a Quiet Place is all that great. I think the acting performance of Emily Blunt in A Quiet Place is all that great. I'll get to Emily Blunt a little bit more in a little bit. But I want I want to back in on why I think A Quiet Place should be a Best Picture nominee. It's not. It shouldn't be in this popular Oscar category that didn't happen even though they announced it. Which was ridiculous. It's not a popular movie. It's a great movie that people actually saw. I, I love artsy movies that that make a point and that are great. But at some point, we should be awarding the movies that we all saw. And we all have seen A Quiet Place. Let's talk about another snub in another category. Timothy Chalamet. Yes, Timothy Chalamet. He's become an internet sensation. He's a popular guy. I'm a big fan of his work. Guess what? Timothy Chalamet, after being in movies like Call Me By Your Name, Hostiles, and Lady Bird, he goes out and he stars in a movie about addiction called A Beautiful Boy. Guess what? He destroys in this role. I don't even know why he's a supporting actor in a category, but he's a supporting character, I guess, because Steve Carell plays the lead, his dad. Timothy Chalamet is clearly the future of acting. He clearly is. He's the next Leo. He's the next big thing. He's already got an Oscar nomination. Maybe they didn't think this movie... This movie has its flaws, right? It's not the best movie I've ever seen about the issue, but his performance in the movie is insanely good. And I don't want to diss the other people in this category, but Richard E. Grant is most well-known for being the dad in The Little Vampire. The Little Vampire. I'm sorry, I want my Oscar nominees to be the biggest stars. Nobody knows who Richard E. Grant is. And Sam Rockwell, I love Sam Rockwell. He won last year. I haven't seen Vice yet, so I don't know. But he's just doing a Bush impression. Timothy Chalamet took on took on a role about drug addiction and put his heart and soul into it. I think that's the kind of artistic thing. Like, I know this is a mixed bag because I was just saying that I love A Quiet Place and it's not about something real and dramatic. But guess what? Sometimes I love real and dramatic. And Beautiful Boy was a real and dramatic movie that I liked. And I think Timothy Chalamet should have gotten his second Oscar nomination for starring in the role. It was so good. I could also make this case for Steve Carell as a lead actor, but he's not going to be picked over Viggo Mortensen, Christian Bale, or or Bradley Cooper. He's just not. He wasn't going to win the thing even if he was nominated. So I'm fine with that. Timothy Chalamet, I thought, should probably maybe, I don't know, win the Oscar. Again, some of the the people nominated in that category, I haven't seen their movies, if we're being honest. I, I... 
I want to see Black Klansman. I have not seen Black Klansman yet, but I, I'm a huge Adam Driver fan. Uh, I have not seen Vice, like I've said. And I've not seen, yeah, I, those are the two ones I desperately, desperately need to see. But you know what? I want to turn the table on this because I want to talk about the lead acting. Lead, you have Bradley Cooper, you have Christian Bale, and you have Viggo Mortensen. And then you have Rami Malek. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. There's a lot of controversy about this guy being nominated for this role. Because he doesn't sing the songs. People say he's just doing a Freddie Mercury imitation. That's all it is. He takes over the entire movie. The movie itself, Bohemian Rhapsody, is not a great movie. I don't know why it's up for Best Picture. It's really only got one thing going for it. Queen songs and Rami Malek. And because Rami Malek makes up 50% of that equation I just made up, I have to see Rami Malek get... An Oscar nomination. Again, I haven't seen those other movies. I haven't seen A Star is Born yet. That's another movie I have to desperately see. I haven't seen Bradley Cooper's movie. I haven't seen Christian Bale's. Yeah, I haven't seen those movies. And I haven't seen Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali's movie Screen Book. But I have seen Bohemian Rhapsody. It deserves the nomination for Best Lead. I think that's the only thing it deserves. Best Picture? Please. It's just... The, the plot is like, oh, Queen made another song. They go into a room and write the song. The concert scene is the best scene in the movie at the end when he plays the, the Live Aid concert. That's the absolute best scene in the movie. And Rami Malek kills in that scene. Also, the tra the physical transformation, I'm going to give him a little bit of credit for, even though I think that stuff is a kind of a bunch of hogwash. I don't really care my actors to physically look the part. But guess what? He physically looked the part, and I'm going to give him credit for it. But the rest of the movie? No. 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 It's just a bunch of Queen songs and Rami Malek. Rami Malek was special. Queen songs are special. The movie overall and its plot was not so special. And the fact that it got a Best Picture nomination is kind of scary, if you want my opinion on that. Kind of scary. Kind of scary. I want to talk about Bradley Cooper, though, for a minute here, also, while I'm talking about Oscars. Bradley Cooper got his lead actor nomination, but I know that's not the thing he wanted. I know for a fact, I've listened to so many interviews with Bradley Cooper, I admire Bradley Cooper as a person, he wanted that Best Director nomination, and he didn't get it. Bradley Cooper wants to be known for one thing and one thing only, being a filmmaker more than just an actor. And I feel for him. This was his this was his best bet, right? He makes a movie about Hollywood, about being a star. He puts it all out there, stuff that probably is real about himself. He he puts Sam Elliott in a movie, his best role ever. Sam Elliott, by the way, loved that guy, loved him in Hulk, loved him in all those things. Bradley Cooper was going for it, but we've seen this before from the Academy Awards, not picking young acting directors before. Ben Affleck Best Picture, Argo, no directing nomination for Ben Affleck. This is not something new for the Oscars. They will not give it to first-time acting directors. Actors, they won't. They won't direct. I don't know why it is. Again, I haven't seen Stars Born yet. I'm going to see it soon, probably at some point. I, I'm definitely going to see a Star is Born. But I, I feel for Bradley Cooper because this seemed like a passion project. And his passion is in being a filmmaker more so than being an actor. 
Let's talk about his co-star in the movie, Lady Gaga. And the other best leading actresses, you've got Lady Gaga, you've got Glenn Close... Glenn Close and Lady Gaga could not be the more opposite from each other. Here you've got this pop singer making songs like Paparazzi and Poker Face. And then you have Glenn Close who's been acting most of her life. We don't know a lot about Glenn Close. Or at least I don't know a lot about Glenn Close. I certainly know a lot more about Lady Gaga. You've got Glenn Close. You've got Olivia Coleman, a newcomer for the movie The Favorite. By the way, The Favorite getting every acting nomination possible. Emma Stone. Rachel Weisz, and Olivia Coleman. That's impressive. That is impressive. Another movie I have to see. Again, I'm doing an Oscar podcast, and I haven't seen a lot of these movies, but I have my opinions, people, and that's all that matters because I want. I love the Oscars. I love the Oscars. I have seen a lot of movies here that I think should have been Oscar-worthy that haven't been there, but we'll get to that in a minute. It will be interesting to me if Glenn Close wins the Oscars. Which, by the way, that's what I'm predicting. Because sometimes, I think Glenn Close is going to win an Oscar because her speech at the Golden Globe was amazing. And I think it just it just goes to show that that has an impact on vote. Oscar voting opened the night after the Golden Globes. They saw that speech. They all thought it was terrific. Nobody's seen The White. And I don't think many people are going to see that movie, The Wife. What a vague and stupid title, by the way. The Wife. Nobody wants it. But this is not a diss to Glenn Close. I don't, I don't, I don't know the movie. I have nothing against Glenn Close. But she'll win. And it'll be interesting. Lady Gaga could just be getting an Academy Award for the song. Which, by the way, it's Lady Gaga. She doesn't need an Academy Award for acting. The song's enough, isn't it? The song is enough. It's enough to play the song Shallow. Isn't it enough? Right? It's enough. We don't need pop stars becoming actresses. Sorry, Jennifer Hudson, after winning your Oscar. We don't need another of that, do we? Do we, people? Do we really? I want to talk about another Best Picture nominee that I did actually see. Black Panther. By the way, Ryan Coogler should have gotten a directing nomination at the Oscars for making an interesting superhero movie. And guess who else should have got an acting nomination, supporting actor, Michael B. Jordan. And I also could make the case that Chadwick Boseman should be nominated for... How do you have a Best Picture and Best Movie Oscars if you don't pick any of the actors who were in it? There have been people in this movie who have received Oscars before, and they're in the Best Picture and they don't receive nominations. Lupita Nyong'o won an Oscar. Forrest Whitaker won an Oscar. By the way, Forrest Whitaker is tremendous in Black Panther, even though he's only in a little bit of it he's tremendous there's so many good acting performances in Black Panther you have Andy Serkis who plays Claw in the movie you have so many and girls in this movie that deserve a nomination how can you have a best picture if you don't have best better actors actors make the pictures I, I think the Oscars put Black Panther in there because of superhero pressure. They feel pressure to put the superheroes relevant. To make them relevant. That's what I think this is about. Black Panther is of course worthy of a Best Picture nomination. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think it's one of the best movies. 
I've seen. It's one of the better superhero movies I've seen. But the reason the Oscars did it was not because they feel it's a Best Picture nominee. They did it because they're trying to stay relevant. If they really believed in this movie, Ryan Coogler would get a directing nomination, and Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan would get acting nominations. How can you have the best movie, but don't have the best actors in it? That, to me, is insanely stupid. Again, is this a new trend in superhero movies getting publicity, getting awards? Like, are they going to get their, eat their cake? Yeah. In, get the cake and eat it too, or something like that. Are they going to do that? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is getting a, uh, a best animated feature Oscar. Does anybody really care about the cartoon? I mean, I used to care because I used to watch a lot of those. I saw Incredibles 2, thought it was good, probably going to win the, the best animated feature. I mean, Pixar just wins every single time, don't they? I mean, come on, they won with Coco, they won with Up. When was the last Pixar, when Pixar went all in? Brave? I don't think Brave won an Oscar, but I could be wrong. But I think the superhero movies, I think this could be a while before another superhero movie gets... Any best picture things? I don't. I don't. Is Black Panther two gonna get? A, I don't know. Is does Disney care? Is that another thing I want to talk about? Does Disney care if they get best picture nominated movies, or do they just want to make billion dollar movies? Guess what? The answer is the latter. They want to fill their wallets full of cash, cash, cash. <laughs> yes, that was my impression of Disney making a lot of cash, cash, cash. That's what they want to do. The superhero movies, the, the best quote, the best quote about this, Ethan Hawke talked about this when he, in regards to superhero movies. He said their, their Oscars, their award season is the box office. They dominate the box office, and I kind of can't disagree with that. Like, does Heath Ledger... He, I loved Heath Ledger and the Joker. But The Dark Knight won a billion dollars. Isn't that enough? <laughs> There's a little bit of me that kind of feels that way. R.I.P. Heath Ledger, though. Love that guy. Best Joker ever. Joaquin Phoenix, though. Could he do it? Could he be as good as Heath Ledger? I'm I, I, I'm going to talk about that at another time. That's a little sneak peek into an episode moving forward. But let's get back to Oscar talk. All right. I really want to end the show on talking about this. The Oscar host and its musical issue. Okay. One, like I said earlier, the Oscars does not have a host. Kevin Hart was fired after some homophobic tweets resurfaced. And by the way, here's my take on this, because I do have a take on this. I believe if Kevin Hart had just said sorry, he should be able to host the Oscars. But because he didn't, and he wasn't willing to, and he kept saying he apologized for it years before, he, in my mind, should not get to host the Oscars. But if he did just do what they said, and said I'm sorry, then I 100% think he should have been able to host the Oscars. That's my take. I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. I do have some ideas of who should host the Oscars. Number one, John Mulaney and Nick Roll. They host the IFC Awards, Independent Film Awards. They should get the chance to host the Number two, um, I'm trying to think of who I really think should be an Oscar host. I don't want superheroes 
That's an idea. The Avengers, I don't want them hosting the Oscars. I want one funny person. I think Jerry Seinfeld would be great, but I don't think he would do it. Um, how about, like, I just want somebody funny. I just want, I think Jon Stewart would be great. He's making a little bit of a comeback. He's hosted it before. Why have they not called Jon Stewart? Should get the chance to host the Oscars again. David Letterman, let him do it again. Conan? Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, I don't want Kimmel again, though. I don't know, it's interesting. I, if we were going to go female hosts, I'd go like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, but they've said they wouldn't do it. They've already done the Golden Globes three times. Three times a lot. Sarah Silverman, call up Sarah Silverman. It's not easy, Oscars. I've named like eight people who I think should be able to host it, and you guys can't come up with a host? Again, I said at the beginning of the show, the SAG Awards have a host. The Golden Globes have a host. You're the Academy Awards. Get somebody from the Academy to host your awards. Get Warren Beatty. I know up there, he's he's an interesting guy. Get somebody, Harrison Ford, anyone. You have 8,000 members, give or take. Get somebody from it to host the thing. Tom Hanks, hey, host it. It's that easy. Think about it. Get somebody to host the Oscars. The SAG Awards have a host before you do. That's sad. The Golden Globes have a host. You're the Academy Awards. Get yourself together and get a host. There's also a report slash rumor out there that the Oscars won't be having all of its best song nominations performed at the Oscars. Less songs. Kind of makes sense. Lower the number. I don't want to watch the Oscars for five hours, even though I love the Oscars. The only songs that will be performed is Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga and Kendrick Lamar's song, All the Stuff, from Black Panther. Those two songs will be The Mary Poppins song, Can You Imagine That, will not be performed. And by the way, Lin-Manuel Miranda came out hard against the Oscars saying that the Oscars have lost its magic. He, again, he was criticizing them for not having a host and taking the meat out of the awards, Sarah. This is 2009, and I think the hardest thing to do in today is to grab people's attention. There are so many... These songs are nominated, but I don't think we want to see them performed again. I like listening to the songs, guess where? In the movie that I heard the song in. When I saw the Academy Awards perform the song, Everything is Awesome. It was fun. That might have been the Golden Globes. I saw it at an awards show. Guess what? I was a little amused, found it hilarious that they were singing this at an awards ceremony. But guess what? When I see Everything is Awesome in the movie, I get pumped up. I get amped. That's a great song for its movie. I don't need to hear it again in a concert form. It's a great song. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't need to see it again. Again, People are going to find this hilarious that does my example of a great song, Everything is Awesome, in the Lego movie. Again, great song. Didn't need to hear it again. I didn't need to hear that. This has been Pop Culture Spotlight. We have sp- I put the spotlight on the Oscars, and next week... I'm putting the spotlight on Adam Sandler, so tune in for that. There will be a new episode of this podcast, Pop Culture Spotlight, every Friday 
on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I'm Cameron McKinney. Thank you for listening. And the best thing you can do is to rate, review, and subscribe.